Welcome to the Maximus Podcast. Today with your hosts, Bobby Maximus, Joe Sabula, and Byron Godfrey. We are sponsored by the MaximusPodcast.com today. Go to the MaximusPodcast.com, click the whatever it's called in the upper right-hand corner. It's three horizontal lines. Looks like a hamburger. It's like a hamburger. And click join now and join the Maximus Podcast. $24.99 a month or $199 for the year. That's the one I would buy because you get a deal. You will have access to private chats with, with Maximites from all over the world, uh, video tutorials uh, from, from Joe and I. If you've been following, Joe and I have been on this lean-up thing. We're giving tons of tutorials in the video section. It's customized programs, daily workouts. There is all kinds of stuff on there. Uh, Byron, if you continue to treat us well, we will make you an account and you can join the fun. Oh, I'm good. I'm going to keep treating y'all like assholes. Yeah, go join. <laughs> so, so, Byron, you have been away from the podcast for about two weeks. So, uh, Joe and I wanted to do something special for you. We wanted to make today's podcast all about you, your things, and things you're passionate about. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> oh, there, there goes the whole plan for the day. Also, <laughs> well, yeah, we can't restructure it now. Also, uh, Byron, we need your expertise on understanding a couple of things that have happened in popular culture. We, we need your perspective, Byron, because there's no possible way that I can relate to these kinds of things. Shit. <laughs> so the first one I want to talk about is Travis Scott, a native Houstonian, got a McDonald's meal. The Travis Scott meal. It's a special quarter pounder with cheese, bacon, and pickles, fries with barbecue sauce, and a Sprite. I desperately want to go and support Travis Scott because I love the man. But I looked up what other celebrities have gotten McDonald's meals, and there's only one in the history of the thing, the McJordan. How the hell did Travis Scott pull this off, Byron? Like, if you think LeBron hasn't had one, Kobe hasn't had one, like, there's all kinds of other famous people. Travis Scott got a meal at McDonald's. How did this happen? Travis Scott is a great crossover artist, man. He's got the attention of uh, people, you know? I mean, so he, you get you get fired up when you see Travis Scott on, what's that video game you like to play? Fortnite. There you go. <laughs> he did have a Fortnite concert, too. You see what I'm saying? That's why. How did, how did LeBron not have a meal? Uh, because number one, LeBron ain't eating that shit. You know what I mean? Not like he's not he's not gonna promote that type of lifestyle. That's how. I wonder. I wonder. Life. Like I wonder how often McDonald's actually approaches athletes with something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you know, back I think back when Jordan was doing stuff though, it was okay mm-hmm. to have well, it McDonald's. Didn't, yeah, it didn't have that that backlash of being like unhealthy. Yeah. 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 Hey, Nowadays, Usain, Bolt, so, Usain Bolt was eating chicken nuggets. That's all he ate when he was in China for the Olympics, and he fucking crushed it. Fastest <laughs> man alive. But how many kids are walking around talking about they want to be like Usain Bolt? Not enough, man. I, I just I heard this so, statistic about about the uh, the hundred meter sprint in the Olympics. So if you take the top one hundred times ever and you throw out all the ones that had dirty drug results, there are only 15 left. And of those really? 15, Usain Bolt has 12 of them. That's crazy. 
That's just crazy. So That's nuts. He is, he is a That's dude nuts. I look up to for that. Like, he was built for that race. That's nuts. Yeah, Byron, yeah but I feel like a lot of people want to be fast. Like, I ask my kids who they want to be fast like, and their answers are Usain Bolt and, and Sonic the Honey Badger. Yeah, but see, they, they have <laughs> <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog, you mean. <laughs> yeah, 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 that guy, the Hedgehog. But they have a dad who, who's into all that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Most kids are not watching the Olympics talking about Usain Bolt. You know what I mean? They don't, want, they don't give a shit about Usain Bolt. I know, you know, only reason I know about Carl Lewis because he was a Houston boy when I was growing up. Okay, fair, okay. but again, back to Travis Scott. How did he pull this off? I'm telling you, he's, he's, he's popular amongst the kids. Shit, he's man. mainstream, everything. That's how. Do you think he, like, knew somebody who had a connection at McDonald's? Like, not what you know, but who you know? Yeah, um, actually, I, I will say this, Byron. It is pretty organic because he eats at McDonald's a lot and he raps about his love for McDonald's. He makes no bones about it. That's his favorite restaurant. Hey, y'all want to, this is a, this is, this is something I found out through, um, uh, two chains and he was doing like a little interview, um, found out that if you guys don't know who Pusha T is, Pusha T wrote the jingle for McDonald's. So I'm not shocked that McDonald's got a little in on the hip hop community. We don't mention Pusha T on the podcast because he was mean to Drake. Let's just <laughs> edit that out. <laughs> out of here, man. What the hell? Okay. The Canadians got their feelings hurt? Is that what it is? Yes. Yeah. All right, Byron, next. What? How are you going to sit here and watch DeAndre Hopkins Fucking hey, I'm, I'm out. Era. I'm out. I'm out. Era I'm out. I'm out. Get off my hey, I'm out. Yo, uh, Joe. I'm done. He no more. No this more. Is, I'm muted. This I'm muted. I'm that, that, what? I'm gonna turn this shit I can't, off. What? I don't turn this shit off. We're not we're not talking about this. Next. I'm ready. I'm ready to make that man the best receiver in the NFL. And what I'm what not talking they, about this. I'm not talking about this, man. By- Byron's no. moving on. Byron is nah. moving on. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> yeah. ah. Man, oh, that, hurts. Okay. that hurts. That hurts. So I, look, I looked up what, what Houston traded him for. Why are we still talking about this? We know that the end. It is dead. Houston. <laughs> okay. NFL executive uh, called the trade a joke. The Cardinals got DeAndre Hopkins in a David Johnson trade. Uh, Arizona also threw in a fourth round draft pick, a half eaten bag of Doritos, and a ding dong. That's what they traded for that man. Why? Okay, so what? What is Houston trying to do? Why are they against having good football players? Explain to me. It's, uh, again, why are we still talking about this? Like we got you got an, got an idiot who thinks he's the the next coming of Bill Belichick, and there's not even. Not even close. Like this dude is just—he's ridiculous. I haven't watched the game since. Like once that happened, I was like, I'm not watching. In, in insiders' view on this, Byron, what is going on with coaches in the NFL? Because I feel like there's just been a lot, and not just with Houston, but with like a lot of teams. There's just been some like real mediocre trades and like drafting. Like they're they're doing weird things. Is there? Do you think there is some something going on with like that the head coaches? Like this generation of coaches, or or am I just seeing this from the outside with not not understanding you know t- 
team well, building strategies here. Give me an example. Like, what, what are you talking well, about? Well, look at, look at what happened with Green Bay and their whole fiasco with Jordan Love. Like, they had opportunity to pick some people up. And then, and then LaFleur picks up, like, kind of the dumbest pick he could get. And then even so, he's, he's a guy, like, I, I find he has a hard time coaching his game. It's like he was brought up in this era where there were these great head coaches and they brought all these, like, young guys under their wings – and then these young guys basically are just emulating what their mentors did instead of like playing their own game. And I feel like that's affecting uh, uh, like the corporate culture around some of these teams, which is leading to just bad management decisions. So I, I think the NFL needs some new blood within this ranks. I think part of the problem is they just keep recycling the same coaches. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And because of that, you get the same type of thought process and the same type of philosophies from team to team. So you think about but predictable but, because when LaFleur exactly, went up against the Niners, they knew what he was going to do. And he had to know that they knew what he was going to do because they taught him what he was going to do. And he should have literally done anything else. And he didn't. And he lost. Yeah, they, they, they are, especially from the from the top down. The not that I'm position not there. that I'm upset about that. Just so you know. Yeah. I mean, you, you think about McCarthy with yeah, being the Cowboys, going to the Cowboys. They look just like Green Bay in Texas. Yeah, yeah. They did the same, you know, shit that they did in Green Bay. And if I'm scouting the Cowboys right now, what do you do? You go watch old Green Bay fans. Because mm-hmm. they're going to do the same thing. And the NFL needs new blood. That's all it is. They need, and that's why you see some of these guys going out, getting college coaches. Right, hoping that they can they can change the game and, and change well, the thought process. Like in, in college, the coaches have – I don't know if it's more freedom or if it's just uh, maybe a cultural thing, but you do get coaches that will try, like, outlandish stuff to just see if it works, you know? They'll try to because shake you have things to. up. You got to be gimmicky in college at some mm-hmm. level. Now, Alabama's, LSU's, they don't have to be gimmicky. Why? Because they got just super talent. Yeah, yeah. But That's when you their get gimmick. To, yeah, their gimmick is we're just going to get better players than you and mm-hmm. get you in the mouth. But um, some of these other schools, um, they have to be gimmicky and they have to be creative if they want to compete. Um, but in the NFL, you would think you want those type of creative coaches um, because pretty much across the board, the talent is going to almost, you know, pretty yeah. much be the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? Unless you got a stud quarterback. Yeah. I mean, there's that's always going to be like the outliers, but like that, the average NFLer is still amazing. You know? <laughs> yeah. 1,500 players in the league. Trust me, it ain't, yeah. it ain't that big of a difference unless you, you, I mean, you got 10 people who are just like ridiculously ahead of everybody else. Well, the, the big thing in the NFL too is how you use the guys you got. You know, if you're trying to use like a, like a, a tall, slow receiver in a fast, short receiver role, like it ain't going to work out. You have to yeah. have to be able to adapt to that. Yeah. Joe, you also have to take into account age because you want to get a guy in his prime. And did you know that DeAndre Hopkins is only 28 years old? Why are we still talking about this trade, man? Like, they've got five years of That was really smooth, by the way, Bob. I like that. In the league, he's 28. He got 151 yards on Sunday against San Fran. Kyler Murray is loving life. Bobby, I got to give you props. That was so smooth. We we were talking last week about doing the sponsorships where he just, like, smoothly rolled them in. Like, you had me hooked with that age thing, and what a a great transition. Well done. Now, go. Byron, <laughs> we're, we're talking about Byron things. We're talking about, about Houston, Travis Scott, wide receivers. But there's something we greatly need your insight in, uh, your, your psychological acumen, because I feel like you and the man we're about to talk to are kindred, about are kindred spirits and that you could 
shed some light onto what this man is thinking. So there's another wide receiver in the NFL. His name's Odell Beckham. Oh, shit. What the hell did I do for this guy? <laughs> okay, so you're, you're, you're Odell. You're bored one night, and you, you, you're feeling a little horny, and you, you text up a girl, and you're like, hey, no, can no, you just take a picture of yourself taking a massive shit? What? Not Odell. What? I'm not Odell. I mean, okay, so everyone's into what they're into. He likes when getting shitted on. He likes pictures of, he likes some nasty stuff. What's the appeal there? Help Joe and I understand. But why are you asking me? I can't help you. I can't. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I can't help you with that shit. That has nothing to do with me. So you're not into next, that. You're saying next. on record, you're not into that. On record, off record, whatever the hell kind of record we need to put that shit on. CD, MP3, that's just not me. I don't do that. <laughs> Pun intended. That shit is not on me. <laughs> oh, this is one yeah. of those things I will never wrap my mind around, and I'm not going to try. I just I don't want to end up understanding something like that. Like, if you were into some stuff like that, wouldn't you have her sign a non-compete or a non-disclosure or something like that, Byron? Like, he... I mean, man. I'm going to go back to my original statement. She ain't got to sign a damn thing because I'm not into that. I can't even understand it. All right. Like, what kind of grown-ass man wants to get shit at all? Odell Beckham, apparently. (laughs) Allegedly. 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 He also also allegedly likes when girls don't shower for 48 hours, so they're extra nasty. (laughs) Yes. I mean, all this stuff came out, and I immediately thought of you and wanted to get your perspective on it. Well, why would you? Why, my question to you is, why would you immediately think of me? I feel like you live a uh, you live a uh, uh, a lifestyle of disrepute. It's it's obvious you don't know me as well as you think, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. Who are those? Who are those people from the Bible? Is it Sodom it and Gomorrah? Oh hell no! <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> the disrespect must stop. No disrespect. This is all about you. T- okay, so so another one. That's disrespect. Are you prepared for yet, another, for yet another hurricane coming your way? Yeah. What is up, dude? I, I heard a thing yesterday. It. I said, uh, uh, if you have not been assigned a hurricane, don't worry, we'll assign one soon. <laughs> if you're not directly not in the path of a Category Four, just await your. They hit Florida, didn't it? They hit like Florida and Alabama. Yeah. Yeah, Sally, Sally, and um, it kind of reminds me back in man when we had um, it was now Hurricane um, Harvey was was rough, um, and it just drenched everything and it pushed all the water into Houston. Mm-hmm. So the storm surge was just crazy. Our bayous backed up, the cities, um, the levees here broke, similar to what happened with yeah. Katrina. That's that was uh, where a lot of the flooding happened, but. This this storm actually reminds me of a tropical storm that we had, tropical storm Allison, um, because Allison was slow moving and she sat over our city, and that's what caused all the flooding with Allison, and that's what's yeah. happening. It looks like with with everybody down there, man. And, and uh, man, I would not wish that on anybody. If you've never been involved in a storm like that, man, it is it is scary. You know what I mean? People, I mean, there, I'm sure there are people who've had hurricane. I mean. Um, Tornadoes, oh, yeah. you know, they come, they go, and they just they wreck everything. Um, the thing with hurricanes, you can have tornadoes within the hurricane. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they last for hours. Yeah, they just don't quit. You they know, don't, it's, it's just, just like, it's like yo. Constant blowing. Oh, man. 
six hours type of yeah. thing. And then the rain. And, it, and and then before it hits, you got all of it coming. And then it hits. And you just, it's, it's some scary shit, man. So my heart goes out to everybody in Alabama and Florida and places like that, even parts of Louisiana. Okay, real question, Byron. Have you ever thought about moving out of Houston? Seems like there's like a bad hurricane every six months. No, absolutely not. Not even with like the de- like the potential trouble from that kind of stuff. You never thought like, yeah, man, maybe there's something else to be somewhere else. I'm always Listen. curious why people like choose to live in places where there can be this horrible inclement weather. So, so Two reasons. Number one, it gets 50 below zero in the winter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, but a couple of reasons. Number one, I mean, you have insurance. You have, you have flood insurance and things like that. Um, but the other thing is, you know, ahead of time, mm. you know, yeah, I would say that's like the upshot of a hurricane is it's not yeah. a surprise you know when it hits. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's coming. Get up and leave. Yeah. And then you come back and shit's torn up. Why don't you build like a more aerodynamic house, like a little turtle shell <laughs> right. low to the ground right. <laughs> that maybe comes up on stilts when the floodwaters come? I, and that's just that's but I've never thought about leaving you says as, as hot as it gets and humid as it gets in the summertime. Um, it's, you know, it's just the culture of the city, man. We got mm-hmm. food, we got good food. And as Drake can tell you, we got beautiful women. Uh, all that good stuff. Why would you want to leave this place? You know, I would invite you guys to come visit. But, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not gonna. <laughs> not gonna do it. You know what I mean? Uh, Y'all wives will not be mad at me. <laughs> why, why are you so nice to us off the podcast, but on the podcast, you got a front like this? What do you mean? I'm nice to you off the podcast. You're the one who's mean to me on the podcast, but we get off the phone. You're extremely nice. Not true. Huh? I'm level all the time. You are lies. You're, you're much nicer lies. off the podcast. Yo, check this out. Yesterday, I'm minding my own business. And Byron calls me up. You'll be what's going on. You okay? He goes, yeah. He goes, I want to tell you those seated box jumps. That's some jumping ability I have not seen in my life since a young Hakeem Olajuwon. I said, wow, it's quite the compliment, Byron. Thank you for that. I said, yeah, he's one of Houston's greatest athletes. He said, I've got some pile boxes that might suit your tremendous uh, jumping ability, and he's going to send them to me. So, so thank you, Byron. That was very nice. Just trying to make sure you don't bust your shins, bro. You know? You know? Why you I care about you. I, I why, care about your well-being. Why Why you got to call me and, and talk about my greatness and compare me to Akeem Olajuwon off-air, but then on-air, you're just like, I don't know, you try to act too cool. <laughs> it's just me. It's how I operate. Right. I can't let everybody know. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I just wanted to check. Joe, do we, do we have anything Byron-related anymore? Oh, Kanye, your favorite guy, has a hundred screen foot TV. Have you guys seen this setup for no, sports? No, no. I've he heard saw it. Hundred I saw it. Foot, I saw it. Like I'm, I, I, I feel like I'm a baller because I got an eighty inch television. He has a hundred foot television to watch sports on. Help us understand that, Byron. If you had the money, first would you do that? First of all, Kanye is not my boy. Okay, I don't know him like that. Very selective on who I call my boys. Number two, if I had that kind of money, probably not. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I don't watch enough TV. Uh, you know, really, I can I can count on one hand the number of sporting events that I have recently watched, just because it just doesn't seem like the sports are real right yeah. now. I feel you. I feel you. I didn't even watch the Packer game on Sunday. Yeah. So I'm just like, yeah, it's just like not really happening. 
So, yeah. Byron, you wouldn't be interested in tuning in to watch DeAndre oh, yeah. Hopkins. Say, say, say that again, Bobby. You're all breaking up. No, no, I, I, I pieced it together okay. what the hell he said. Okay. I, th- I still think you should repeat it. Go ahead and repeat that again. Uh, you're not you're not interested in watching DeAndre Hopkins go for 100 yards every game on a 100-foot television? Hey, man, listen. If you got a 100-yard television, is that like a one-to-one ratio? 100-foot? No, 100 <laughs> yards. You make that thing 100 yards wide, and then you watch a football game, you might as well be there. You might as well be at the stadium. You know what I mean? Hell you no, could watch him. Watch the shit. You could watch him be the greatest receiver in the NFL every Sunday on a giant television. I'm not interested in doing that. You know, well, I need to make. Have you have you seen that meme, Joe, of Wolverine holding the pitcher, crying yes. in bed? I need to do one of that with Byron's face and DeAndre Hopkins in a in a Cardinals jersey. <laughs> That's that. Listen. I wouldn't be crying, but I, I I was I was literally pissed off. Like that's the dumbest executive move that you can make. A fourth went, went, round pick, a fourth rounder, Byron. When other NFL execs are calling that a dumbass move, <laughs> like oh, that's terrible. Oh, anyway, I, I, I'm not watching. I'm not watching football. I'm not. You know, it's okay. Not watching. You're done. Have you quit? Have you quit the Houston? I was yep. gonna say Houston Oilers, but the Houston Texans. Have you quit? Yep. Who's your new team? Uh, Pittsburgh. I mean, you know, there's another team in Texas who'd be welcome you. <laughs> and Reagan. I don't like their owner, Jerry Jones. Yep. Even though he, like he so explain to me, you don't like Jerry, but you like who Jerry supports. Hell no. I don't like Jerry or who he supports. Byron, let me remind you that you said you hoped Trump won on two podcasts. I never said that shit. Episode 113 or whatever it was. (laughs) I never said that shit. Joe, back me up on this. (laughs) That was a a slight misrepresentation of the the conversation. By slight, he means large. (laughs) Major. That's what he means by slight. Uh, (laughs) Is this what they talk about? Fake news. This is missing. That's exactly right. To be fair, we, we did ask you if you'd rather vote for Trump or for other parties, and there was one right. particular question you hesitated on, and that's... I hesitated for perfect, for great reason, though. <laughs> if it comes down to it, I'm still not going to vote for that man. But my reasoning was I do not like to feel like I'm being pandered to simply for my race. Yes. And that's why I sit here and say, don't insult my intelligence. And that's why I was like, you know what? I'm not an idiot. Right. <laughs> I'm, I might pretend to be quite often, but I'm. I might. Byron, let's just put this out there. Let's rewind, and and I'll answer the question as well. So we're all above board, and it's fair. Let's rewind to 2016. Who did you vote for? Be honest. It wasn't Trump. It I just wasn't. went. I just went straight ticket. I went blue. I'm a crip. <laughs> Are you sure about this? If we pull the record, we're not going to find you a Trump supporter. I don't have my taxes, and I don't have my voting records. All right. I just want to make sure. Yep. 
And who are you voting for now? It ain't Trump. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> but I thought you said you were going to, you know? I thought, I thought you got I said a I smile on your face. You look, you look conflicted. You said you didn't want to vote for, for Biden and Harris. So, so who's, who's the other person you're voting for? Uh, um, you know, my parents, my parents are Southerners, obviously, you know, and they grew up in the time of, uh, Jim Crow segregation and, uh, gave me a perfect analogy. You hop on the bus that gets you closer to your destination, right? Not the one that's going to get you there because it's not going to get you there. You hop on the one that's going to get you closer. So in this case, I do not feel what we have currently is the one that will get me close. So that's my answer. I like that perspective. I like that answer. I like it. I like that analogy too. Does DeAndre Hopkins get the Arizona Cardinals closer to a Super Bowl? <laughs> hey, uh, no way. hey, do me a favor, man. Can y'all make this just a two participant uh, podcast, <laughs> asshole? <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't let this go every time they talk about by the way they talk about DeAndre Hopkins greatness a lot on my football show for for for, for good reason I mean he I, I just every time reason. they talk about it, I feel the pain in your soul for good reason yeah but yeah. can you talk to them friend by some buckies yeah you hey. can say, say hi <laughs> How are you, buddy? Good. Appreciate that. Yeah, he, he Joe, you'd be proud of him. He, uh, like all yeah, we could get all of them. He's obsessed with twenty-sided dice. Oh, amazing! With what? Most most people who get into it are man. Twenty. It's like you can't you can't walk past the shop without like picking up a box of them. Yeah, twenty-sided dice. Twenty-sided dice. Oh, you you play games like Dungeons and Dragons and Magic: The Gathering with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah you lost me. I'm you holding don't it in my hand. I have, I have here, this is a 10-sided die. So listen, See? that's and not that's how cool. we grew up. The dice that we use only had, you know, six sides. sides, six sides, six sides. And we just, we just shake them up, shake them up, shake them up, shake them. Wasn't no damn, uh, wasn't no damn boards and Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> you say yeah. that with disdain, like Dungeons and Dragons is a bad thing. I'm curious. I don't even, I don't know what it is. I couldn't tell you the first thing about Dungeons and Dragons. So I have no reason to be mad. You know, I am, I am on a podcast with two of the, um, you, do you play any games, Byron? <laughs> Hell no, I don't play games. <laughs> Video games? No, I haven't played. <laughs> you caught that joke? You caught that joke? <laughs> oh, I love it, man. That was that was great. You like that? We're done. Listen, we're gonna, we're I, gonna stop right here. We can't talk. That, that. <laughs> hey, but on a serious, I have not played a video game since my freshman year of college when I damn near failed out when I almost really? took my scholarship. So you don't you don't have a love of Madden like DeAndre Hopkins does? My, nope. Okay, you, this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like how you keep dropping these D hop. Uh, <laughs> comments in here. I feel like as long as he's balling out in Arizona, his name's getting... Joe, I think we need to find a way to drop his name every podcast for Byron. I don't they think we'll to, have a hard uh, time doing it. You're, you're knocking it out of the park right now. Uh, 
the dumbest damn trade ever. <laughs> and you, I kind of, a part of me wants the Texans to go over. Mm. So he's asked to get fired. And the problem is they're in the AFC South and they suck. Yeah. The AFC South is so bad that they, they stand a chance to win the division and still make the playoffs. And the ownership in Houston is so content with that bullshit. They'll be back for next year and we'll be destined for mediocrity again. All right. I'm, I'm looking up your guy here. Okay. Johnson didn't have a bad game. He had 77 yards rushing and a touchdown on 11 carries. So, so you would take that over Diop? Oh, hell no. I'm just trying to Exactly. That's my point. That son of a bitch could have ran for 200 yards. I still don't want him. Still don't want him. Hell no. Give me what I know. All right, B. I wonder how long you're going to be sad about this. I'm not sad. I'm pissed off. I'm beyond past sad. <laughs> All right. you have anything else Houston-related you want to talk about, Byron? The nah, Rockets, man. The Rockets meltdown. Um, Was it a meltdown or they just run into a better team? Wow. Funny enough, <laughs> I'm so glad we brought this up because there's another behavior that I feel you could enlighten us with. You could help us understand. Oh, shit. So, so apparently, who's the Rockets' sixth man? I knew it. What's, I knew your ass what's gonna his talk name? About this shit. Hey, listen. And he he invited the, the – the, apparently, he had some kind of four-hour COVID test in his room. You know, yeah, he was waiting for the results. <laughs> so I'm just—he got kicked out of the bubble for inviting oh a COVID-tested lady into his room. Listen, but food. if you that hurt the Rockets, if you think about his logic, though, it makes sense. She's giving the tests, so she has to be negative. <laughs> so just, why not? Right? She's there, so we know she's safe. So why not? Have you? Have you Probably. ever? Have you ever, help me understand this, have you ever been on the phone, Byron, talking to a phlebotomist and been like, hey, you sound kind of cute. You want to come over and render an in-person test to me? Is this like something you do? It sounds like a Houston. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying I do this, though. What I'm saying is I understand. Okay. <laughs> That's all, right. all I'm saying. Fair enough. Uh, just that, that make no mistake, that hurt the Rockets. That crushed him. He was there the game before. They got their asses kicked. He's not there. He's not an X Factor. I mean, come on. Do you think? Do you think James Harden can win a championship in any place? No, no. I don't. Th- I don't think James Harden. Listen, it can't always be someone else's reasoning for them um, not winning. You know what I mean? It's, it seems like the Rockets, they want to get rid of everybody except for James Harden. Hmm. And I'm not, now listen, I'm not telling them to get rid of James Harden because the guy can ball. Like he is arguably one of the most elite scorers to have ever played the game. And I do say ever. Um, but it, it, it can't be everybody else's fault. You know what I mean? I think he needs a, he needs a better coach that can actually make his ass um, play. Um, and I, not that this will happen, but like a, a Phil Jackson type of coach who, who garners that type of respect. You know what I mean? Because you think about Jordan putting up 60 points a game and he was all, you know, 
all-world score before Phil Jackson gets there. And then Phil finally says, look, listen, if you want to win, this is what we got to do. Yeah. And um, I kind of think that's what that Harden needs as far as a coach. And he needs, he needs his pivot. All right. So the last time it was good to be a Houston sports fan was uh, the Rockets got extremely lucky that Jordan retired and they got those championships with an asterisk attached to them. That was probably the last time it was good to be a Houston sports fan. How many Lies. First of all, I believe the Rockets could have beaten uh, at least that first Rockets team. You're insane. Beaten that Bulls team. Huh? Bulls in five in the finals. Dude, you nutty than squirrel shit. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I, I'm still proud of my Astros. I don't give a damn what y'all say. The cheaters? Whatever. Call what you want. Seen- it just seems it's like rough for a Houston sports fan lately. No more rough than a, a Toronto or a Salt Lake fan. Well, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not the biggest Salt Lake fan in Toronto. We're happy. We Are all performed our expectations this year. Did you? <laughs> all right. I mean, if, you, if you're okay with, with, with moral victories, then go right ahead, buddy. Speaking of Toronto, what do you think Kawhi's doing? Do you think it, he's in his room right now listening to Drake songs? <laughs> Looking at old team pictures of the Toronto Raptors. He is trying to find a way to kick himself in the balls. <laughs> here's, here's the deal I will say about this. The Clippers lost to Denver. Uh, it's actually fitting because Jamal Murray balled out and sent them home. And Jamal Murray is a proud Canadian. Very awesome to see him do well. Yeah. But it comes okay. down to choices. You're Kawhi. You could have went to the Lakers and joined LeBron and Anthony Davis. You could have stayed with the Raptors and they would have made the finals again, maybe won a championship. And you chose a franchise with a lifelong history of losing. Choices. You can blame it on anything you want. Choices. He had a choice, those three. And he chose the Clippers. You know, and I think... As, as, as quiet as, as he is, I think a little bit of his arrogance got him. I think he started smelling his own, as they say, butt, right? Because he really, and he's great. He's a great player. But I do not believe he is good enough to do it on his own. When he was at Toronto, you can say what you want. Yeah, he bought out of control. But yeah, Toronto had a squad. Right, they had they they lost Kawhi and didn't add anything and, and were literally ball. within one minute. One like if the ball bounces a different way, game seven against the Celtics, they're in the they're conference in, finals right yeah, now. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, they had a legit chance to make the finals again, and that was losing a guy like Kawhi and yeah. not replacing him. Yeah, and so I just Kawhi's a great player. I'm not gonna knock him for that. But um, he, he is not a LeBron caliber player. He is not a Kobe caliber player. You know, you take guys like that off of a team, teams usually tank. I mean, you just go back and you look at history. You take those type of players off of a team and they're, they're garbage. They're lottery picks. Let me this tell you. when he left Toronto. There is one great thing from Kawhi losing. This is officially the end of the load management experiment. They're done. Yeah. Because they didn't it. have any chemistry. You know what I mean? Like, if it yeah. works and he wins another championship on load management, I feel like every team does it. Yeah. That's not happening no more. That's over. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I, can, I can see that. I can see that. And now that means we can, well, when we can go back and watch some games, 
you get to see your favorite players play. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good deal. Yeah. All right, you guys, that's all I got. Joe, you got anything else for us? I got nothing. <laughs> well, I do got one thing. So I get these like little suggested stories that pop up in my, uh, in my phone, you know, you log in or whatever. It's like, here's a bunch of news stories, whatever stuff you might be interested in. And I consistently get these sports takes from Brett Favre. And I can't for the life of me figure out why anybody gives a shit what Brett Favre thinks. Any, any insights here, guys? You still a little sour, Joe? Just a bit. But I'm thinking like of, of all the people in that have ever played in the NFL, if you were to ask somebody like, you know, uh, g- give me some information about this scenario. Give me some information about that. What do you think this team is doing? Like, why would anybody ask Favre? I don't, I don't look at him like a brilliant sports analyst. I have don't look at him. Have you subscribed to Wisconsin Media? No, I have not. Because I feel Joe didn't. Didn't I give you? Didn't I give you guys like a map the other day about who Sorry. thinks who's going to win the Super Bowl and like everyone in the free world thinks the Chiefs are going to win except. People in the state of Wisconsin think Green Bay is going to win the Super Bowl. And people in Texas, Texas. Cowboys. Everyone else in the free world, Denmark, Uganda, uh, Switzerland, uh, Italy, yeah, Nigeria. Everyone thinks the Chiefs are going to win. Not Wisconsin. They're Green Bay all the way. Joe, look at Joe. Joe's still upset. It's Green Bay, guys. I hate to break it to you. There's only one team that deserves to win. It's God's Green Bay Packers. Just remember that. Joe, in fairness. (laughs) I'm a Steelers fan, so I'm okay. In fairness, Joe, or or Byron, uh, Dave Lombardo is counted as one of the greatest coaches of all time in any professional sport. Who? Vince Lombardi. Lombardi, Dude with the hat and the glasses. Did you say Vince Lombardi or Gabe Lombardo? (laughs) I said Dave. Dave He always says Dave Lombardo, but he means Vince Lombardi. Or as we know him around here, St. Lombardi. He's the patron saint of football, of victory, of greatness. God damn it. <laughs> Canadians, listen, I need y'all to just worry about hockey and curling. You leave like the real sports to us. <laughs> <laughs> What's gonna happen? You gonna get all these people from up north? We talk about hockey. Hockey's tougher than football. All right, okay. It's different. It's different. Yeah, I'll just say that. I don't know. I couldn't speak on it. I, I, I've never different. played on ice. I got Jacks going crazy. Hey, Babu, what's going on? My, my baby. You guys, I gotta go. I gotta take care of my kids. I gotta hang out. I gotta watch DeAndre Hopkins highlights and I gotta subscribe to the MaximusPodcast.com by clicking join and giving uh, my friends my money. Joe, this is for our guy Bobby right here. This right here. I'll pass that on to him. Thank you, DeAndre Hopkins shit. That middle finger is the same thing all you Histonians gave to DeAndre Hopkins on his way out of town. (laughs) No, not (laughs) Son of a bitch. We're done. We're done. Uh. (laughs) Bye we'll bye. see you guys next week. Peace.